Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. Welcome back. And today, I would like to challenge us to use two mindfulness skills that we have talked about, kindness and compassion. And I would like for us to use these mindfulness skills in a way that will help us with the topic that I'm going to talk about during our podcast today. I would like to use our mindfulness tools to discuss how to deal with microaggression. Have you ever heard of the term microaggression? Well, let's break it down. Micro meaning very small, and then aggression meaning uh, behavior, actions, words, which intentionally or unintentionally causes uh, harm or injury. And so microaggression are usually words, behaviors, actions that are set to a population, usually in a, a minority population, uh, race, gender, religion, population uh, that is said to um, that to express some bias uh, negativity and uh, sometimes the person who or people or organization that's expressing the microaggression sometimes uh, they are aware and sometimes they are not. So I'm a visual person and I think of the term microaggression as you know, sometimes words or actions are kind of packaged in a way where they're not very um, obvious. But, you know, when you peel away the intention the intention of what's being said. Is it curiosity or is it trying to breed negativity? Uh, you, you begin, your body begins to react to those, to those expressions of microaggression through stress. And so what prompted me to choose this topic of microaggression was a, a nursing journal that I received and it talked about microaggression in nursing. I thought, yep, <laughs> I can see that. I've experienced it. Now, I'll share a few examples, not many, because I think that we all have to pull from our, our experiences and, um, and from our environment. But if it's still kind of hazy, I, I definitely want to make it clear 
And I think part of using our mindfulness skills is being aware of the intention of microaggression and also being aware of our response to what's being said. Now here's the mindfulness part. Our reaction to microaggression um, does, we don't allow the stress and frustration to build up and begin to cause us physical, mental, or spiritual harm. So that's what got me on this topic of microaggression. So let's begin. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a chance here and I'm going to, cause I want us to have a clear understanding. So I'm gonna share some of my personal experience right now, a couple of stories and um, so that we can learn from it. My experience with my professional, in my professional life was um, when I was in the Navy, uh, I was brand new Navy nurse corps officer, had already finished nursing school. I finished uh, the Navy officer's training school and I was really excited and, and I was very nervous because I didn't want to not only harm anybody, I didn't want to cause embarrassment, you know, in in our our, our Navy um, uh, environment. I had uh, finished orientation and it was um, my first time being one of the team leaders. And if you're in the medical field or in nursing, uh, what that means is that you have a uh, about 24 to 30 patients that you're managing and working with other people, okay? And so, you know, it's my first time. And I remember I had a new admission. And uh, as the nurse on the team, I, I was responsible for going and doing the um, admission, talking to the patient, asking, you know, the... Um, assessment questions is that what we call them and it was there was an older lady the person I had to talk to was an older lady and she looked at me and I looked at her you know I smiled I said hello and I introduced myself and she looked at me and she said that she wanted to talk to the nurse and I said I was the nurse I was uh, certainly dressed um, in my uniform, which showed, you know, I was an officer, um, I was a nurse, and I introduced myself as the nurse. And um, she asked me, um, uh, some questions, it was some personal questions. I. I didn't understand why she was asking me uh, these questions. She asked, uh, you know, what church I went to, and and I, I, you know, my mind was not on religion. I was mine was on admitting this lady so I can get to my other work. And so, you know, I answered her question. I don't 
that did not go to church and uh and she said that um i couldn't take care of her and um i said okay <laughs> i went and got the other nurse because that's the patient's right to refuse care from whatever and um it would be really busy and um i got the other nurse who was more experienced explained to the uh he was a gentleman a male nurse that you know this patient refused my um my care and i told him the questions uh that she asked me and um he said hmm that's weird <laughs> and so we did a swap of teams and i took care of his patients he took care of um that the lady who i was admitting now now so i want to put a pause on that story because as i was doing the research it it said that you know racism is a topic where um microaggression occurs and i can totally see that however what was different about this situation is that the lady was African-American. Uh -huh. So I, I can say whether um, it's racism, racism exists in, in races, in, in cultures, and also, um, you know, if, if it's a, a bias uh, in religion, um, that also occurs within different cultures because, uh, you know, I didn't fit her um, her idea of you know African American uh, nurse for her and so you know I learned from that it it really took me back but I really had to um, learn from that and you know I may maintain respect that's her right and so you know we can call that whatever um, I felt that in my opinion that was a little bit of a microaggression um, but several years now since I've I've learned uh, about mindfulness I, I think I still did the right thing and just let her feel comfortable with someone else to take care of but oftentimes um, when we get a comment that kind of turns us a little bit one of the recommendations recommendation is to address you know what the microaggression what the, what the meaning is and just to use reflective statements and so reflective statements means to just use the person's word you know so actually you're kind of like repeating what the person is saying in my instance and that's, this is exactly what I did because this is what we, we were taught. I just repeated her, her I want to be clear that you uh, are wanting uh, someone else to, to care for you. And that she validated it and she was not speaking um, anymore. Her conversations became very short and curt. And it's one thing that, you know, I felt is I didn't want to interfere with her care so that's on a professional level and i think in in nursing and i and i totally understand why i got that article from um 
my nursing journal because it, it does exist and we have to learn how to deal with that because we're taking care of people. Often um, our colleagues, and we call them our colleagues, are maybe expressing microaggression. For example, if there's a female doctor coming in in a lab coat and the patients um, um, say, where's the doctor? You know, and they kind of assume this is a, a nurse or that or a male nurse will be in a clinical situation and, you know, they refer to the male nurse as the doctor. We see that a lot and there's a lot of, of um, actions and, and reflections on how we should deal with that because our goal is to, is to get the best care to our patients and help them and guide them to wellness. That's our goal. How about mindfulness? How does that fit? When we're categorized and we don't fit someone's category, I, I suggest to remember that that person is the one who is trying to fit a person into a box. It's, we are not what another person thinks. However, because of lack of experience or family cultures or whatever, they're coming from a perspective of their, of their environment. And so a lot of times I like to approach it with a, a curious point of view. One of my Facebook posts in my transition awareness, when I first brought up my page and I, um, <laughs> I posted my, some of my first uh, podcast and um, someone commented about, um, you know, I, I guess, uh, you know, my, the way I speak is not really um, common uh, to um, what they were expecting. And so they, they um, wrote an interesting little comment there. And I, I just had to laugh that, um, you know, it, we're all different. We're, we're raised different. We have different levels of experience and education. And so when, a, when someone is trying to fit a person in a box or fit someone in a category and in order for them to validate their aggression or their idea, I, I think there's a, a belief that they have to, to share that, I think. One more example, and I'm going to share an example that I am guilty of, me, I, in my own family. <laughs> and, you know, I think it's part of awareness. And I think with awareness, we have to see things as they are right now. Um, because when we don't, we contribute to a negative environment, a, a, an environment that doesn't allow for growth. So here's my, my last example. My son was playing the piano <clears throat> a few weeks ago and 
okay, I'll get to the to the point last, but I'll just share. My son was playing the piano and it sounded beautiful. Oh my goodness. I thought, who is that playing the piano? And so I, I, I was so surprised. I, I thought that, is that, is that my daughter playing? And when I peeked around the corner and I saw that it was Zachariah playing, I was floored. I said, Zachariah, is that you? Now, just that statement. Now, it may, it may seem, um, you know, kind of encouraging, but I have to, I have to say, I think that was a bit of a microaggression because I expected him to play in the mechanical, robotic, monotone way he had always been playing. And, uh, you know, when he's with his piano teacher, Rosalia, hi Rosalia, um, she has been working with him. And so I hadn't really heard him put his piece together except for that night. And I, I'm just amazed. So, you know, my, my comment, my sense of doubt and my thought that, you know, he's playing, he's going to play like the same, same way he had been. I, I think that, you know, especially for a child, um, with like Zachariah, you know, he may say, why should I, I even try <clears throat> to play well if I'm just expected just to play like I usually play? You, you see how microaggression through ignorance or, you know, just not thinking. Uh, could really stifle a person's growth. So we also have to be aware of how we're saying things and what we're saying. Sometimes, uh, you know, if we're joking around with each other and with our family or our friends, I think that's the best time to kind of monitor, are we communicating any kind of microaggression um, statements or actions because sometimes um, you know we have to be the examples because other people will look at us and think that well that must be okay especially if they do not know what um, uh, what is being said is considered microaggression they may be saying things or mimicking what's being said in your group and because they want to fit in does that make sense so in summary, being aware what microaggression is, you know, small comments, actions, intentions that are said to, um, to be hurtful or to uh, not, or just not be positive, either to um, a minority group based on race, religion, gender, we, we should be mindful and be a good example. In this day of age, you know, when there's a perception that, you know, we have freedom of speech and I get to say whatever I want to, um, I, I think if we really want a free country, I think um, we have to allow the freedom to be positive. 
I think the freedom of negativity, I don't think that's freedom. I think that's highly destructive. Um, and I think it's part of a bullying behavior. And bullying is not freedom. Sorry, you know, if people disagree, that's okay. Uh, with positivity and with the um, skills of allowing everyone to have the right to speak in a clear and a positive way, it stimulates creativity, it helps solve problems, and it doesn't exclude people. Now, with that being said, so what do we do? Do we just not say anything? Do we walk around with duct tape on our mouth and, you know, and just uh, let our emotions just kind of fester inside? Of course not. I think the brave thing, it may be kind of uh, hard at first, but someone says something and it's, you take it as kind of, huh, <laughs> what did you just say? Is to reflect, reflect. And the, here's the mindfulness part, you guys, is to bring in the kindness, to reflect with kindness. And reflection means just to use the other person's words, what they said, not not your not not your words, um, not your summation, not your um, analysis, but just reflect on the words that they said. And maybe if you know, if you can just ask the person exactly what did you mean and tell me more and really don't expect the person to change but you can um, let them have time to express what they meant what they said and if it's if you taking it if you take it and it's really not appropriate to let them know well thank you for sharing but i really find that offensive or I think that was very inappropriate but thank you for sharing and um, oftentimes you know a lot of times people don't know I would say the majority of times when people say something and um, that's that can be turned microaggression I think it's sometimes done out of ignorance the other small percent of times when it's said intentionally I think that um, the people don't really expect you to say anything so they can get away with it. And so when we can calmly and compassionately uh, address what a person is saying, it slows their, their communication down. Will they continue to, uh, uh, you know, be microaggressive? I don't know. <laughs> You know, but uh, maybe one step at a time, we can change um, how people are talking within our atmosphere and in, in, in our circle. And um, and in the same time, we're teaching. You know, we're using this as a teaching opportunity. So, thank you so much for joining me, and I appreciate you listening to my podcast thank you so much uh, share uh, the podcast that you um, your favorite ones 
or, or this one, hope it's your favorite one, but share it with your fam family and friends. Um, I really am trying to make my podcast uh, more appealing and um, more relevant to what's going on now. And so, um, as you can see, I, I change um, my environment. I'm always, I always try to, you know, go somewhere different or something like that. I'm not stuck in my office. Uh, but if I have to be in the office, I, I will. So if I can invite you uh, to participate in a practice with me and um, I'm going to take my face off the screen and ask you to allow yourself to get into a comfortable position. As you are getting yourself comfortable in your um, in your comfortable position, in your comfortable spot, um, I think it's important to realize and to be in touch with our feelings and our emotions. Uh, and also, you know, using our mindfulness skills to know that, you know, when someone says something and uh, it comes across aggressive, rather microaggression or macroaggression, that in our mind, uh, we're gonna keep ourselves in a state of calmness and taking a, a breath, a big breath in and blowing it out and to release that. Don't keep it. Uh, don't keep it, blow it out. Uh, now that you're in your comfortable position, you can uh, either close your eyes or keep it open or find something to to um, gaze at is, is okay as well. And bring your attention to your breath. Paying attention to the uh, movement of your body. And as you breathe in and as you blow out. And I'm aware that there may be distractions and distracting noises around us. And I think this is good. Um, because, especially in my program, Transition Awareness Breathing, what we do is we're learning how to move through the distractions. And we're going to focus in on our breath so much so that that will be our goal, is to focus in on our breath and to focus in on an imagery. And so in your mind's eye, imagine that you're driving on the highway and the highway that you're driving, it was pretty clear, nice open roads, blue skies, beautiful day. And you're enjoying the drive, breathe in and blow out. However, as you're driving, 
maybe the traffic is getting a little bit heavy and there's some drivers that may be driving in ways that is not agreeable with you. However, we know we have to continue to drive in our lane and we must continue to maintain the speed limit. And so we're going to let those drivers just drive by. We're not going to try to chase them. We're going to let that distractor, we're going to let them go. We're going to breathe in and blow out. Because we don't know why that the, the reason why they're driving. Maybe they're there's an emergency. Maybe it's a new driver. You know, they're a new uh, new to driving, new skills on the highway. And so we're not going to pass judgment, but we're going to just continue on our drive and find the beauty around us. We're paying attention to the movement of our breath. And now I invite you to pay attention to your feelings, your emotions, and realize this, this thought that what you're thinking, what, what other people think of you is a thought and thoughts are are not realities. It's a thought, it's an opinion. What is a reality is you right now. And we can use our words to bring reality, to bring clear thoughts out of our mind into the environment. And so we want to be able to properly represent the true person who we are. So we're going to be very selective in our word toolbox and we're going to express our words so if we come across a person and they intentionally or unintentionally express something that may come across to us as microaggression that we can use clear words consciously kind and compassionate words. And in that second that we have the interaction that we're not going to ruminate on their lack of, of awareness. Because remember, you're the one with the mindfulness skills you're the one that's going to walk away from the interaction calmly. You're the one that is lowering your blood pressure, lowering your blood sugar. You're the one that knows that building up stress and ruminating over words that are said in ignorance is not worth the loss of, of health. And so you're going to choose your words and use your breath and in kindness and compassion when you ask 
that person, you're, you're visualizing this now, just to repeat and just reflect their words because see, it's their words. And their words, as you repeat and you do this reflective exercise with them, it's like a shield. <laughs> uh, what they say is going to go back to them. You ever thought about that? Mm -hmm. It works very nicely. But the, the, the secret or the goal is you, you must remain calm. If you let their aggression in the microaggression causes, cause you to be aggressive, this is not, it won't work. You, the, you have to maintain the calmness. As you kind of ponder that thought, just remember your breath. Blow it, breathing in and blowing out. And now, as we end our exercise right now, take a big cleansing breath in and blow it out and realize you handled that very, very well. Good for you. Great job. Thank you so much for joining me and I look forward to talking to you again next time. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.